Amen. There was a patient who was lying on an operating room table. And the patient grabbed the surgeon's hand and said, Oh, doctor, doctor, I'm so worried. This is my first operation. And the surgeon replied in a very soothing voice, There, there, don't worry. It's mine too. (laughs) For most of us, it is the reality is that it's probably not the first time, nor even the tenth time, that you and I have heard Jesus' famous line from St. Matthew's Gospel, the 16th chapter, the 24th verse. If anyone had become my followers, let them deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow me. Raise your hand if you've heard that scripture before. Okay, just about all of us have. In fact, many of us have heard it read many a time over many a year. Now, long before you and I took our first breath, long before you and I were a twinkle in our mother's eyes, and long before even our grandparents were born, Christians in many times and terrains have agonized over this verse. Pick up my cross and follow Jesus? How? When? Does that mean you need to be willing to die for your faith? Does that mean you literally have to pick up a cross? Does that mean you have to suffer for your faith? Does that mean putting up with your annoying mother-in-law? Does that mean having to endure some awful disease with joy? Should we even care? I mean, after all, once this worship service is done... You and I will go about our own business completely ignoring all of the words of Jesus, right? Hopefully, no. (laughs) Hopefully not. Hopefully all of the red letter words of Jesus will go with you and go with me as we go from this place. But how do we translate this verse from first century Israel to 21st century Canada? Because the original Christians, remember, in the first century... A lot of them were persecuted by their own families, by the authorities. Many were murdered, bearing their crosses for following Jesus. Now how likely is that to happen to us 21st century Christians this afternoon? How likely? Yeah, Not very likely for us. Sadly, it's somewhat more likely for some of our sister and brother Christians in different parts of the world. But what you're telling me then is that this verse doesn't apply to us. Which is great news because carrying a cross sounds really difficult. I mean, I'm glad I don't have to do that because, you know, I'm not sure it would fit in my car. And uh, people look at me funny in the grocery store more than they already do. So I'm glad that I don't have to carry a cross around. That's good. Now some of you are looking at me with a little suspicion in your faces. Are you saying that this verse applies to us too? Really? Okay, fine. Wait, let me think. Wait, alright, I got a solution. Love. Love. Remember that great theologian, John Lennon? He said, Love is the answer. And actually, Jesus said that several centuries before, sort of. 
And what John Lennon means by love and what Jesus means by love aren't exactly the same thing. But do you agree that we're at least getting on the right track with this self-denying, cross-bearing business when we talk about love? Okay, some of you are like, yes, we're on the right track. Okay. Because everything Jesus did in his life and his teachings, his death and resurrection was done in love. And you and I as Christians are to be known for our love for God and our love for neighbor. Okay. But what exactly does this self-denying, cross-bearing love look like? Does it mean just being nice? Canadians are really good, except at hockey games, at being really nice. (laughs) Really nice. So if we don't think this verse means just being nice, well, what does it mean then? Well, let's phone in a friend to help solve this dilemma, shall we? Let's bring in St. Paul, courtesy of MTS's new long distance rates from Romans chapter 13. The Apostle Paul says, among other things, contribute to the needs of the saints, extend hospitality to strangers, bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse them, rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep, live in harmony with one another. And do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Do not claim to be wiser than you are. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but take thought for what is noble in the sight of all. And if it is possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Wow. You've got to be kidding me. St. Paul is kidding, right? I mean, this is like really hard stuff. Very costly love, self-denying love, cross-bearing love. Should have called John Lennon. His answer would have been easier than St. Paul's. (laughs) So we're still in a mess about what this verse of denying ourselves and taking of our cross means. Because so far it sounds really difficult. Let's call in one more friend. Okay, How many of you heard of C.S. Lewis? Great Christian writer of the last century, Chronicles of Narnia. Lots of great books. You should read them. C.S. Lewis has a great way of clearing up these difficulties. So let's see what he says. C.S. Lewis says, quote, It is easier to be enthusiastic about humanity with a capital H than it is to love individual men and women, especially those who are uninteresting, exasperating, depraved, or otherwise unattractive. Loving everybody in general Maybe an excuse for loving nobody in particular. End of quote. Well, C.S. Lewis isn't being very helpful either. He is suggesting that this self-denying, cross-bearing Jesus kind of love is something you and I can't just do in theory, but we actually have to put it into action. We can't just come here to church week after week, year after year, and say, yeah, I believe, here I am, yeah, okay, I believe that stuff. We actually have to love specific individuals. And people we maybe don't want to love. People who don't like us. And we might not like them. That's part of this cross-bearing kind of Christian love. And remember, liking is optional. Love is required. So all this cross-bearing, self-denying kind of love, it sounds pretty intense, doesn't it? It does. And if this is supposed to be Christianity 101... Christian Lifestyle 101. Because remember what Jesus said. He said, if anyone want to be my followers, so if you want to be a Christian, if anyone want to be a Christian, 
then you have to show this cross-bearing kind of love. If that's the case, do you want to be a Christian anymore? Anglican or otherwise, but that's a lot to expect of someone. Loving in this sacrificial way, this great call is the invitation. Now, God knows that you and I will often fail along this costly way of the cross, this costly way of love. That's why pretty much every Sunday we have a time of confession in the service because often we will fail. But God knows that this is your invitation and mine. And with the power of the Spirit, God will give you strength to carry crosses of love you could not carry on your own. So if you are straining in the act to love, call upon God's help, and He will help you to sustain carrying that cross of love. Here is that red letter invitation from Jesus. You've heard it plenty of times before. But hear it again. It has your name on it. If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves, take up their cross, and follow me. Amen.